0: it's the mike calvin show it's 1025 the bone straight up nine o'clock let's go to the hotline welcome to the show this is dr bradley garrett dr garrett how are you sir hey mike i'm great how are you doing this morning good uh great to have you on the show i am i i would say i'm a little bit obsessed with maybe not i guess bunkers I, I i often find myself looking at other people's bunkers online on google i uh one of those things i do at night when i'm trying to fall asleep and i lay in bed is i think how I would fortify my house and think case about of, the end of the world yeah well that's so much the end of the world but in, in maybe like for, for for us hurricanes or something like that and I'm very much into this but I have a, a problem is that where I feel like uh Florida is the worst spot for bunkers because we don't have basements here
1: well, you know, tr- Trump's got a uh, pretty significant bunker under Mar-a-Lago,
0: so um, I-,
1: I think he anchored it to the coral reef, actually, which is not a bad
0: plan. So so under Mar-a-Lago, uh, how, how far can he go down before he's underwater? <laughs> I, well, you can you can construct a bunker. You can put up shoring and then uh, construct
1: the bunker so that it's, uh, I guess, sitting under the water table. I don't think you have a problem doing that. But it's certainly more complicated than in other parts of the world. You know, in the Midwest, a lot of people have uh, tornado shelters under their houses. And uh, in Utah, I, I hung out as I was writing this book about doomsday preppers around the world. I hung out with uh, people from the Mormon church, and they've got some pretty serious uh, basements, elaborate basements, we might call them, under their houses.
0: Are those mostly for for storm reasons or because of, of their prep reasons? it 's because they 're
1: prepping they're yeah. uh, uh, they 're the most prepared people i 've ever met <laughs> they 've got communication networks to keep in touch in the, in case of a disaster they 've got food a lot most people have food for about three months, uh, some of them have got some weapons down there, but you know it 's much more of a community based ethos, not a save your own neck kind of ethos
0: dr garrett 's book is Bunker Building for the End of times uh, can you now we 've been through a bunch of teases for hurricanes here over the years. Um, we've had, you know, power outages and things along those lines. But now this pandemic sneaks up on us and everybody is all of a sudden we're out of toilet paper and then everybody starts panicking. Give me an idea of what are the serious things that we should be thinking about that we're not thinking about when it comes to, uh, the, you know, the the people freaking out. In the uh, Maybe not the end of the world, but people the freaking disaster. out for a disaster, yeah well, our disasters are part of our lives, right? I mean, I'm, I'm staring, I'm in
1: California, I'm staring at a fire, wildfire right now, I think is up to about 30,000 acres, Jesus. Uh, and I've got my bug out bag ready, and, you know, I'm ready to <laughs> ready to go at any time if necessary, uh, but it's, it's things like the pandemic, what we call, uh, social scientists call black swan events, things that we absolutely could not expect, did not anticipate, uh, and catch us unaware, those are the things that are really dangerous, because it's not... You know, the human psyche is not built to prepare for things that we think are impossible. No one wants to donate time or money to that. And so we have to kind of change that thinking and uh, maybe start preparing for anything rather than something specific. A lot of the preppers that I that I spoke to, uh, they talk about a ripple effect, right, where one disaster leads to another. And we've seen a little bit of that with the pandemic leads to yeah. social unrest. And then you throw in a couple of natural disasters and soon you're in the dark ages again. You know, it, it doesn't take too much to tip it over. So uh, I think just some, some general prepping to give yourself a little bit of a buffer, a little bit more resiliency may actually help you sleep better at night.
0: <laughs> uh, well, believe it or not, I'm sleeping pretty fine. It's the, it's the idea of, of mentally getting myself prepared for what we would do. And I think that, I think that I'm in pretty good shape. So uh, I, have, I have food. I think I have uh, dry food for, uh, I think I have like a three-month supply. There's always water in this house. Really? I have a generator. I have a crap ton of weapons. And uh, I think that for me, unless there's an impending natural disaster coming, I'm hunkering down and staying where I am. And is that the smarter thing to do is to stay put? That's exactly right, and you're you're more prepared than most people. There, there are actually
1: 3.7 million Americans now that self-identify as preppers and would have you know preps along those lines uh, that you've got there. But a, a lot of people, you know, they've just got their their first aid kit and their flashlight in the garage, <laughs> and they don't think much more about it until and, and, and something bad hits. And and this is the the most important message that I took away from the time i spent with preppers they told me prep when times are good yeah you know because but we all see what happens when there's a run on the stores and you can't get toilet paper you can't get ammo you know once you can't get water or the grocery stores close we're we're 72 hours to animal
0: yeah i i went to during the hurricane um years ago it was a hurricane coming in and, and the governor declared a state of emergency but yet it hadn't even rained here and i went to the uh to walmart to buy some shotgun ammo, and they wouldn't sell it to me. And I said, why? And they said, when the, the governor declares a state of emergency, we cannot sell ammunition. And I thought, "All oh, that will never happen to me again. So from then on, I've been okay. stockpiling. Okay. You know, just, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like, I, I wasn't really in a panic because nothing was happening yet, but I thought this is going to be uh, way worse when something real happens. So I've always been a little bit ahead of the curve on that stuff. I, I bought this year for the first time one of those... Uh, those prep food service uh, things where they'll send you a three-month supply of dry food that astronauts eat, and all that garbage the last 25 years. I figured, uh, if anything, just a power outage that would be good to have. Do you recommend that?
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Those, those uh, Mylar bags of food are, are good to have on hand. The things it's hard for the human mind to hold is a, is a disaster without it and I mean, we're all we're all kind of experiencing this right now yeah like when is what is the end point what are we supposed to get to where's the finish line on this thing and uh so i think the the best thing to do is just to pick a, a period of time as you did three months and build for that and then you know you have the peace of mind to make it through that period of time if we go beyond that in a serious disaster well, it is what it is, <laughs> but at least you've got a little bit of an insurance policy.
0: Yeah, then we then I eat, plan on eating my dog after that. Uh, uh, yeah. Dr. Garrett, I heard you talking about something that I think Mike would be very happy to hear. You were saying about people that are, have a bunker where they don't live, like they have to get to that bunker. You said, and he's going to like this because he uh-huh. has a Hummer that he drives, <laughs> about uh, that that would be the best thing is actually making your vehicle the bunker.
1: Yeah, that I met I met again these Mormons in Utah that were building these incredible um uh I don't know, assault vehicles. They're like bullet, bulletproof RVs that <laughs> they <laughs> filled with supplies. And and I asked the guys there, you know, do you guys have a bunker? Is this <clears throat> is this your escape plan? And they said, man, the, the the vehicle is the bunker. This is a mobile bunker. You know, we can go anywhere with this. And yeah. depending on where you live, it's a it's a good plan. You know, if you live if you live in uh, New York City, forget it. You're never going to get out of there. The right. roads are going to be choked. Uh, but if you if you know that you can get onto an open highway and get out of a disaster zone, uh, it's a great idea to have a vehicle like that. I've got a. <laughs> I've got a 1972 GMC Sierra stocked up with supplies at all times. We can, we can buck out
0: anytime. But see, you know, the, the problem with that, though, is I always watch these movies where there's a meteor coming or whatever it is, and everybody's freaking out, and they want to get out of there. And what's the first thing they show you is the highway just backed up for miles. And in my case, I'm like, great, I'm not staying on the highway. I'm just going to get on the side of that road and drive over everybody in the Hummer. That's what it's made for. But also, I know I'm going to go, you know, uh, 22 miles and need gas. So now, <laughs> part of my problem is I've got to carry, you know, a jet, uh, you know, a space shuttle filled with gas supply on the roof that easily makes my car flammable so I'm, i go back and forth Boy, i tell you i'm very interested in this stuff and especially with the times we're living in the book is bunker building for the end of times dr bradley garrett who if you've not seen him before you could just search him on youtube and watch real real interesting uh stuff i look forward to us creating the new society when everybody else dies off you and i doc
1: yeah, hey, let's hit that reset button.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we could rule, rule. I won't even be mad at you. We'll divide up the continents. You take the east, I'll take the west, and we'll be fine. <laughs> hey, pleasure need to, to talk. We can take some of the FEMA supplies. Yeah, yeah, no yeah. kidding. Uh, pleasure to talk to you, Doc. Good luck with the book. Thank you very much. Have a great day, you guys. See you, buddy. Oh, I could talk to that guy for hours.
1: Yeah.